rise to the topic of the discussion and hit the issues you typically find reluctant. Remove the facade to fill the gap with some substance. We undermining problems, expecting to overcome it. Please hold the applause. We doing it for the cause. People follow culture before they follow the laws. We rather face the friction and not attempt it at all. Persistence will find solutions once our contentment dissolves. There's a hard pill to swallow for anyone breathing. Both for folks who stay woke and those who be dreaming. We ain't slaves, yet we still ain't experienced freedom. What we need is the keys to access the kingdom. We're all in this fallen world, trying to stay intact. I'm just a beggar pointing you out to where the bread is at. So follow the breadcrumbs like Hansel and Greth. And thank Yogi Bear and the Thawed Engineer for that on. Shout out to AD Antonio Drake. That was fire. That was fire, bro. That was fire. That was fire. That was nice. That was nice. Let let us know if y'all like the new intro. Let us know if y'all like it. Ladies and gentlemen, we back. We back once again. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Ready to jump up in it. Nah. (laughs) Yeah, man. man. Yeah, definitely gonna be a good one. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Miss Roslyn? Thank everybody for joining us tonight. We appreciate y'all every week. Let me just say, every week we got people that come on and watch us. We appreciate y'all. We just want to let y'all know. Thank you guys. We appreciate the love. We hope we helping somebody. Right. Right. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Man Talk Mondays. It's an open forum where we talk about everything from religion to politics to relationships. But of course, we're coming from a man's perspective. Now, keep in mind, this is not just for men, right? We want everybody to join in, men, women, boys, girls, come in. Now, how you could participate, we want you to talk to us. You do this through the comments. You drop your comment in, we can see it, your comments, your questions. You interact with us, you can have this conversation with us through the comments, right? By all means, talk to us, right? So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get this party going. Man Talk Monday News. Good evening and welcome to Man Talk News Monday on Monday. And tonight's top story, to vaccinate or to not vaccinate. So I'm curious, what does the vaccination do? Will I be a superhero? Can I run faster? Or will it make me pee in the bed? I don't need no help peeing in the bed. So I'm going to ask people, Uh, What exactly does it do? Because I am in need of some help with some things. If I take it, 
Will it give me more teeth when I wake up than I had when I went to bed? Will I wake up looking like witchy poo? I don't know. So I'm asking you, fans, are you or are you not getting vaccinated? This has been Man Talk Monday News tonight on Tonight with your man, John D. Blackman. Good evening and good night. Shoot, it's back at last thing. I'm burning up, man. I'm burning up. I got to admit, I'm a little bit concerned. Because <laughs> Dr. Blackman said he don't need no help peeing in the bed. <laughs> I hope Dr. Blackman is not doing this on a regular basis. If he is, John D. Blackman, it is time to grab uh, the defense, my brother. <laughs> you, got, you can depend on the defense. <laughs> oh, boy. Wake up with some teeth in his mouth. Wake up, somebody. It was a vaccine. It was a vaccine. It wasn't me. It was a vaccine. <laughs> no, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, well, we told you guys that we have a new segment, right? It's called Man Talk About It. Man Talk About It. This is where you can send your letters in to us about an issue or something that's going on with you, and you want us to address it or just kind of talk about it, get our thoughts and opinions on it. By all means, you see the email address at the bottom of the screen. Send your emails in, send your letters in. We will not disclose who you are. Just let you know, this is a safe space. We're not going to tell people your name or anything like that. But we want to talk about what it is that is bothering you or what's going on with you. We want to know. All right. So we do have a letter for this week. We do have a letter for this week. And our letter this week says, should I stay or should I go? So this is the letter It says what's up guys First off let me say I really like what you guys are doing And I, I look forward to catching you guys every week I can't always tune in <clears throat> when y'all are on But I make it a point to go back and watch your show later But that's neither here nor there I wanted to get your thoughts on something My wife and I have been married for a few years we have two kids together. We met when we were still in high school and dated for a long time before we got married. Recently, my wife told me she wants to divorce. Man, I try to do all I can to be a good man and do what I have to do for my family. I thought I was doing fine, but when she told me this, it hit me hard. I know people change, but I thought we would be together forever. I know I can't make somebody be with me. But my concern is our kids. So I wanted to know, do you think we should try to stay together at least for the kids' sake? I love my kids and don't want them to deal with a broken home. I came from one and vowed that my children would never have to go through that. 
but I'm stuck right now. Let me know what you guys think. Sign between a rock and a hard place. Wow. Wow. Wow is right. Uh, I'm curious. I want to know what the what the fan everybody listening. I want to know what they think about it. I want to know what they what they would what they would recommend that he do. Uh, so can uh, jump in and let us know your comments of what y'all what y'all feel or think about it. So, so the major question that's being asked is: Should we stay together at least for the kids' sake? Well, that's, that's the major question. Well, and the thing about this is, <clears throat> I understand two people really not feeling each other vibing no more i get it i do i get it but the, but the problem is when you decide to bring kids in that's when it's no longer about you guys because you said you came from a, uh you came from a uh either a single family home or you had uh, i think you said you came from single family home, a broken, broken home okay. so me and, me and my wife both came from broken homes and we vowed when we got married that once we decided to have kids it wasn't gonna be about us anymore it wasn't gonna be about us. So if we, if you lay down and you go, ooh, we baby, not once but twice, it's not about you no more. You got kids, you got kids, and you know those kids need you in their lives and in their house with them. Because if you guys separate, there's going to be issues. There's going to be a sacrifice that'll be made, and normally it's the kids. I recommend you stay at home, stay at home and try to make it work. Wow. I remember my father-in-law, he, he preached a message and it's still to this day, awesome message. He says, the message says, my marriage ain't working and my spouse won't die. So we sacrifice the kids. I remember that. Yes. I remember that. that. <laughs> and I think what's wrong today, it seems like kids, it's acceptable collateral damage hmm. to just let the kids go through. And I think probably because everybody messed up now. Everybody going through something. Everybody been through something. And so it's like what's normal is so far away from what's good that we just shoot for what's normal. And nobody shoot for what's good or what's best or what's better. And I think, man, you got to figure out a way to make this thing work because it's so much bigger than what's going on with the guy and his wife right. so much bigger you are you setting your kids up for something that you know who knows where their life is going to lead you you can hope for the best but who says it's going to actually happen they could end up in some bad situations because they're upset and they don't know how to deal with the grief of losing their home and all this kind of stuff so you know Personal happiness, happiness, number one, is not a feeling. I mean, it is a feeling, but it's a choice. You choose to be happy. You choose to be unhappy. Now, if you got some circumstances that are happening in your life where, you know, uh, if it's abuse or something like that, that's a whole different thing. But if, if people are doing all that they can, maybe you need to communicate. If you're not happy, say something. But at least try to work on it to try to stay in it. I think for the sake of the kids, I think it's, it's so much more there. So much more. Oh, uh, Cheryl is asking why does she want a divorce? 
we have no idea. I'm thinking they just kind of fell out of lust is what I, what it sounds like. Well, it seems because they they obviously got together very early. Mm-hmm. And maybe they didn't really just know who they were at the time. And so now they probably grown and they, you know, now they starting to get a sense of self. Mm, okay. And getting a sense of self, self says, I don't need this marriage. I don't need all this. I need to find my, I need to be more of who I am and stuff. And mm. it's so much bigger than that, man. Yeah. And also you need to get that little uh, slew foot rascal out your ear. <laughs> That's telling you that you're more than what you are, because normally somebody in your ear, no women, most of the time. Break down stupid for the unchurch. Just wanted to say, break down. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get stupid out your ear. You got kids at home. Listen, stop being selfish, y'all. You can listen. You got the rest of your life to to go out there and be um and do and, and and do your thing. Those kids need you. Those kids need y'all together. You know, together like y'all was when y'all was in the room talking about, ooh, baby, I think I love you, family. They need you just like that. So whatever it is you got to do to stay together for those kids, y'all need to do it. All right. So Christy, Christy says, don't stay for the kids. I am divorced. And for the kids, both parties get along well. My ex-husband and his wife attends dinners at my home with my fiance. We go to events together. We pray together. While I know everyone is is not has not blessed to have this. It took me time and work to get to get it. And the kids, we do that too. We do all that. We do all that to show the kids that because something didn't work doesn't mean you can't come out of it and make it positive. And, and go ahead, D. Yeah. And listen, let me just say, y'all know me. Y'all know um, I'm all about God. And one thing I know about God, God didn't give us the thou shalt not for the sake of restricting us. He got it because he knew human nature. He knew how we were. That's why it's so important. You don't make babies until you show some commitment because although you can work out nice arrangements and all this type of stuff, that doesn't mean that there still isn't some damage there. It doesn't mean that, you know, Everything is going to be, you know, as good as it could have been. You're making the best out of a bad situation. I applaud you for that. Um, And some people have some situations where, you know, you know, you don't want to grow up in a house where you see daddy beating mama, even mama abusing daddy. You don't want to see abuse and all this type of stuff. But it really, I mean, I think it's all about getting yourself together. All right. Melissa says, I stayed for the kids and my adult child stated that we should have split a long time ago because it was worse with us staying together. This is interesting. The toxicity of the relationship had a negative effect on the kids. 
So perhaps oh, what we need to do got is, part two. We got part two. Oh, okay. He said both parents have to have an open mind. We went to counseling many times, but when we left, everything was still the same. Ah, then perhaps we need to take. We need to put more emphasis on the front of this thing rather than the middle of it. Because the because the lady that came, the lady that came in and said that they were turn her husband they worked this out and they were great friends they were great and all that together well if you had to work like that on the front end the marriage could have worked wow if everybody's living because and then what are the chances of that happening in most marriages most of the time when people divorce they don't happen like that that is an anomaly and and you kind of and I feel some kind of way because you got on her and you gave an anomaly for the example. That ain't no example. We know what the examples are. How you gonna get on here and talk about we work it out and we have Christmas together and we travel together? We do all this. Don't nobody do that. When the man leave the mom at home with them kids or vice versa, and they going through. And let me just say this about. The word can't, and I've said it before. Can't is not stating an impossibility. Can't is stating something that you don't choose to do. It is stating something where you say, I'm not going to do that. It's not that you can't do it, but it's saying I won't do it. It's, it's a limit that you draw. It's a line that you draw that says this is how far I'm willing to go. And I'm not going past this point when we say I can't. So I don't know. I, mean, I think people, we, we live in a selfish society. Everybody's thinking about self. And it seems like maybe it's because when people have thought about the next person, have treated the next person, they've got burned so bad that they feel like, well, maybe I got to go for self because nobody's going to look out for me. That's what the world says. That's what the right. world says. Maurice says, go to counseling, do whatever you got to do to keep the family unit together. And see, and that's what I'm saying. What's what's the bigger picture? What's the bigger picture? Hmm. Guess, I guess that's the conversation that needs to be had at the beginning of it rather than in the middle. All right. So Christy's back. She says, no, <laughs> because we got married young and did not know what we really wanted. Okay. We just think okay. to your yeah. Okay. That, that's that's okay. We did counseling and the same for us. It was healthier for the kids to see a divided happy home than than them seeing a relationship gone worse. So I got a question, Christy. Does this mean that you couldn't change? You couldn't, neither one of y'all could make yeah. sacrifice to do what you could to make it better. Well, oftentimes when a relationship is over or, or you guys get divorced, and I say this, both parties come away saying, man, I could have, I probably could have did this a little better. I could have did that. I could have did that a little better. Again, both, both of you guys, uh, and I, I, I feel like I just said this, uh, both of you guys have an effect on whether or not the marriage makes it or it doesn't make it. And I think if you, I think if you try, if we put the effort into into making the marriage last, as we put into a whole lot of other stuff, you guys could have stayed together. Now, now that is that is if you just wasn't 
if you just wasn't jumping in the bed, if you just wasn't in lust at first and looked over everything else. Because there's some conversations that need to be had about kids, about us staying together. Because me and my wife had that conversation. And as much as we say, well, now nah, we weren't going to stay for the kids, we knew then that if we got into that, if we go here and we have kids, you know, I'm we in here for life. And, and, and to, to your point that you said earlier, she says, no, just grow apart and want different things. This is something that should have been discussed on the front end. Not 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 bashing. We're just saying for people who haven't got to this point yet, you got to have these discussions up front. You got to really see if you really want the same things, if you really headed in the same direction, because the kids are collateral damage. Now, I understand some people work it out where, you know, what I'm saying they co-parent and all this kind of stuff. They get everybody involved. But there is still some damage there. Yeah. Monique says, I agree with Derek. Most most of the time you have to make the best out of certain situations. Yes. Keep the family together. But you can't make a person stay or want marriage. She is absolutely right. You can't make somebody do what they don't want to do. You can't. But you can try to appeal to their, their better senses. You can try to. All right. So Chris is back. <laughs> Chrissy says, but if you're young and these values wasn't given to us, we didn't know we didn't have that married couple or parents that was okay which says this is the reason why as a kid you don't fool around with something as powerful as sex and marriage you got to deal with stuff that you understand and think about this you said you didn't have that and normally what is normally what it does when i didn't have something growing up i wanted to make sure my kids did have it I wanted to make sure that my kids came up in a certain type of household because we didn't come up in it. And 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 I, we met that things happened to us that shouldn't happen. We were unprotected and we were uncovered. Now, through God's grace, you guys sound like I have a beautiful thing working. And that's good. But there are still some sacrifices made in that. And mm -hmm. Christy, if you write in one more time, we're going to have you to come on the show. No, Christy, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We appreciate it. She says... That's why we need more positive black marriage. You're absolutely right. right. She's she right. Absolutely, she right. We need to start highlighting the people that are doing it right. All right. Cheryl says, if the woman wants to go, she's going to go. I agree. There's something she tried to communicate, but maybe he wasn't. Uh-oh. He wasn't paying. Uh-oh. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Uh-oh. So she tried to talk to him. Uh, he wasn't listening. Is that what it was? Maybe because he was working. Maybe because he was out trying to provide or make a better family, a better household for them. Maybe maybe he was tired that day. Maybe he was busy. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't want to hear no excuses about maybe she did this, maybe she did that. Because both of them laid down and got them little brats. So listen. When you come in here, don't you be coming in here talking. This is Man Talk Monday. This ain't Women Talk Tuesday. This is Man Talk Monday. And don't say none to me about what no man didn't do. And let me say, women are not better communicators. Just because you talk don't mean you know how to communicate. Let me just say that. Communication is seeing if the person has gotten what you are trying to say. So I'm just saying... 
Communication is a is a skill that you have to learn. But D, ain't nothing worse than being in a marriage when you wake up one morning and went and realize you made a grave mistake. Oh yeah. You're absolutely right. All right. So, so send your letters in. Send them in. You see the email address on the bottom of the screen. Send them in. Let us know what you what's going on with you. Like I said, we will not disclose your name. We'll keep it anonymous. But if you just want to get some opinions on your situation, that's Thanks what we're Thanks for the comments on that. Yeah, though. yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for the comments. We appreciate all of that. All of that. All right. Now to the situation at hand. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about, I said I do, but I didn't. I said I do, but I didn't. Kind of going back to the letter. Listen, what happens when we get in commitments too early? What 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 is that? What does that look like? Or what what happens as a result of that? Well, oftentimes we get ourselves in the uh uh and, hey, and we're inviting you guys jump in these comments, let us know what y'all thinking. Um, and we'll get to everybody we can. But but because of this, because we get into things too early or we or, or we rush into things because of we feel like we're getting old, because we we feel like uh, I gotta have them grab them up for somebody that's getting in. Right. Whatever the reason may be, when you rush into something too soon. There are consequences, whether he is for you or not for you. There are still consequences because of the most difficult part about relationships is getting to know one another, what you like and what you don't like. And at the beginning, you have to figure out what it is you like about it. And if you can put up with what you don't like about it, if he snore and you a light sleeper, you need to keep it moving, baby. <laughs> right. Uh, if you like the tissue rolled on the top as a birth to the bottom, we need to know this. And you need to, if not, you need to keep it moving. If you squeeze the toothpaste from the middle as opposed to the bottom, we need to know this. <laughs> D, I ain't gonna try to squeeze them on wife as a middle squeeze. Oh my gosh. D, wait. Why are you trying to get me put out the house? Because I squeeze for me. <laughs> And sure, sure, come in and say, Why are you not squeezing from the bottom? That's me, man. Squeeze on the bottom. <laughs> All I right. have to say, What is it that you committed to that you didn't really think things through? Let us know. Talk to us. Let us know what's. All right. Somebody said. Deal with the player. So for my wife, she chimed in. And I have dealt with it. And I'm dealing with it. I just, whenever I grab the tube, I just squeeze from the bottom and push it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. But, but I think I think marriage is one of the things people don't really understand. Hmm. I, think, I think people don't really understand what it is to be married to somebody and give all of yourself to that person. And I, that's not even talking about, we're talking about with no kids, it's you and them. For mm -hmm. them to be your sim, for them to be your everything, and you give you give to them, give it to them, hoping that just that is reciprocated back. Because whatever I've always been taught, whatever you want done to you, you got to do it first. 
That's a golden rule, baby. To get that, to get that to back. Run, run to others. Yeah. I just, but I just don't think people understand what it really means to love somebody. Oh. We don't know. I don't think we know. They all the love songs we got with all the we don't know what it is. And all them love songs is love songs. <laughs> when I get you home tonight. <laughs> so, hey, when all all them love songs, those those love right. songs, man. Right. No, you're absolutely right. And people don't understand the ultimate level of communication is sex. That's all, that's, the, that's the ultimate level. But there's so many levels that you gotta you gotta go to before you get there. And it's like I told you, sex is like buying a car. I don't know. People say, "Well, you gotta test it out before you you know you gotta test drive before you." No, that's not what sex is. Signing on the dotted line before you've actually test drove it. Mm-hmm. A test drive is gathering information to see if the car is something that you want to purchase. But sex is actually signing a contract for the car. What sense does it make to sign the contract for the car and then get it and don't like it? Well, I, I, well Selena says, you know, this what she says, what if your do is different than your partner's do? Do one to others. That's a good question. Which so, goes back to what we say. You got to talk before you get into certain things. Listen, we made we made sex way too casual. Oh, oh casual. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're we right. made ways, and, it, it, and I don't care what nobody say. You can say, "Oh, y'all, some holy rollers." Listen. Common sense is common sense. You yes. cannot just casually no. have sex and not expect a fallout from it. I was talking to a guy the other day, and he was like, no, nah, man, we can, you know what I'm saying? I can have sex with somebody and that be it. No, you can't. Yeah. Because if that person comes in your presence and they bring somebody with them, something is going to rise up in you, whether you respond to it or not. Whether you act out on it or not, something is gonna rise up in you where you like, hold up, hold up, hold up. What, what's what's this? What's this? Well, the but the crazy thing about it is, I've been young before. I know y'all see the gray. I've been young, six two, with the long hair, with the with the abs, six pack, all that. I've been that. Listen, I've been that, and it wasn't <laughs> that long ago to be honest. Okay, about 15, 20 minutes ago, actually. But I'm simply saying, I know how it is when you're young and you got that fire in your bones and you feel like you want to let it out on some. I get, listen, I get it. But if you know, like I know, you better keep that thing down. You better keep that thing down. You better keep that thing down, literally and physically. You better keep that thing down. <laughs> listen. We invite a lot of trouble because oh, of how we handle relationships. The fact finder, we do not do the fact finding up front. We don't do it. And so we commit to stuff before we before we read the terms. Hmm. Have, has that ever happened to anybody? Anybody ever committed to something and then you read the terms and you find out you were stuck? 
the, listen, man, you know it's it's so it's so crazy because I can imagine being out on the date with, with and you and you run out of stuff to do. You run out of stuff to talk about. You run out of stuff. Be like, well, we done did everything else. Let's go on and get this other thing on. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. I, go ahead. Lamoni says, part feel like we're discussing marriage as though it's a black and white thing. It's so much in the middle. Absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. is so much in the middle, which means this is more reason for us to really talk. Because we got to clear up the air. We got to clear up the assumptions. We got to see if we both thinking the same thing. Because marriage could be it can mean something, one thing to one person is something something different to another person. We got to see if we're on the same page. And it's just tough, man, trying to find out on the back end that I came up this way and she came up this way. And now we, we button heads. Because listen, even, the, 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 even without, if you do talk, you're still going to have issues when you go in. You're still going to have them, even if you talk. But it's, it's better, though. You won't, it's better if you don't get no surprise. Right. Oh, I didn't know you'd be packing. Oh, yeah, I keep I keep something in my purse. Right? Anybody told me nothing about you packing. Right. Now I'm going to stop my back talking. <laughs> All right. So he says, I said I don't believe in divorce, but now it looks like my only option. Hmm. Your only option for what? But that's a good question. Has anybody ever been there? Listen, there, there you go. There you go. Cause have you somebody, been there? You you went into the marriage, says, oh, oh, we don't believe in divorce now. But now you're like, what else can I do? Well, the marriage is common now. All the glitz and glamour and the sparks and the hanging off the chandelier and the dropping the lingerie and the having the, having this one uh, stick of gum like thing just running up here. Oh, that's gone now. It's gone. It's gone. Now, now, now you sell into the marriage. And you having kids, and you're going to work every day, and now the baby crying. The marriage happens, and when the baby, when the, you know what, uh, Christy, maybe his only ho- option for happiness. <laughs> see, 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 see that? Listen, let me tell you, happiness is something you control. Can't nobody make you happy. Yeah. You decide to be happy. If you waiting on somebody to make you happy, you give them control that they shouldn't have. Hmm. Well, it's all about perspective. If you dread, if if now, because normally what happens is in a marriage, the toughest parts of marriage are the beginning years because people are always trying to tell you how marriage is supposed to be. People, or or, or you got slew for the year, or you got um, uh, you got um, you got Becky in your. So, but it's it's difficult. Those are difficult years. They're supposed to be, though. They're supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And why does growing has a possibility of growing apart? Christy says, what? LOL. <laughs> she says, y'all are too funny. Next week, me and my husband will watch together. I need backup before I put in a comment. <laughs> what kind of backup you need, Christy? We're trying to see. Listen. We're trying to help somebody. We're trying to help somebody because somebody on here, it hasn't gone down that road. We're trying to help them out. So Melissa says, it was my only option because I wanted to break the generation curse of divorce in my family. I stayed for 24 years 
But for my life's sake, I had to get out for my life's sake. Listen, let me say, if somebody, if your life is threatened, if your life, your physical living and breathing is on the line, that is understandable. You do not want to stay in a situation like that. Or maybe you should be quiet. Just a little bit. <laughs> what you, please explain, sir. <laughs> Man, listen. When we younger and when we young and married, we do things. Women won't be quiet. Women won't be, we pick at each other. We pick at each other and we push each other's buttons. And then we wonder why we're so miserable because, listen, the first couple of years of your marriage, you, it's stressful because you're trying to get money together. It's stressful anyway. Don't take much. And then y'all talking back to each other, acting a fool. Listen, you got to have more common sense in the marriage than anything. We don't have that till later. Because after your first marriage and that second one, oh, you done got all the foolishness out the way. Now your second husband, your second wife, now they can enjoy you because you don't uh, have a slap boxing contest with your first husband or wife. So y'all good now. We need to have, listen, Think about it. M Melissa said this. She said, uh, I didn't want to go through. I want to break a generational curse. But if breaking that generational curse was as, as important to you on the front end as it was the back end, then you would have still been in it. You would have uh, or, or, or you would have never married the first guy. You would have never married him. You would have never. I'm just, uh, listen, you're saying, please, I'm saying this. If it had been since if you knew at the end, I don't want to get divorced. I want to do this one time. And you took that mentality into your into that first dating that you were doing with your husband. You would have discovered some things about him and him. You and y'all would have left each other alone. It could because it, it couldn't have got that bad during the marriage. It was already like that. But you guys look past that and say, we'll work it out. And then when you get in and it's way too much for you, you say, oh, no, because somebody will get hurt up in here. Yeah. The the stakes are higher when you when you're married versus when you're dating. The stakes are higher, and like my father-in-law always says, the best time to get divorced is before you get married. So, <laughs> girl says because growing hurts. No one wants to feel the pain of growth. Hmm. Hmm. I get that. I get that. Samantha says yes. Nobody wants to feel the pain of growth, but if it's a reality, now you can plan for it. Hmm. If growth has yeah. a pain to yeah. it, then yeah. you plan accordingly. And if I jump into a situation without fully checking it out, I can't blame the other person. I got to take responsibility for that myself, that I made a bad decision. Now, here's the thing. Sure, I mean, Melissa says the devil. You know I can't stay in that mess. I'm simply saying with Melissa, she should have never been in it. Uh, That's what I'm saying. If you had, if she had to watch that thing like she was supposed to, looked at that, stood back and looked at that thing, she would have known, no, nah, that's not for me. That's because the signs were there. Hmm. So Monique says, I don't believe people get married just to get divorced. As I stated, it's not black and white. People change all the time. On the front end, most time they tell or show what they want you to see. Right. So they didn't change. They were hiding. They didn't change. They were that person the whole time. 
Now, here's the problem. And I tell people, if you're in a dating situation, have somebody that you trust and will listen to and let that person let you be your eyes. Let them be your eyes because you're blinded by what you want. You, you want marriage yes. or you want to be with somebody or you want, you know what I'm saying? The person looks good and all this type of stuff. But the person on the outside is seeing the things that you're not seeing. So you got to trust what they're seeing. So when they say to you, hey, you need to pull up. I'm noticing something. Then you got to do it. But it's still your choice to listen to them or not. It is still your choice to listen. If you don't listen, you invite all of the. And here's the thing. You have got to take responsibility for the bad choices that you have made (laughs) in the process. I'm, I'm saying this because you can't fully heal until you accept responsibility. You can't fully heal. You can't fully get past until you accept your part in the situation, because otherwise you're just going to go into the next situation blind again. Until you accept it. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it's true. She agrees. It's true. Well, you, you can't really heal until you reveal. You can't, you can't, you can't. What did you say now? You can't, you can't look You can't, you cannot, you cannot heal till you reveal. And also, and you, and you said something. The movie don't never change. It's just the perspective in which we look at the movie that changes. After you've seen the movie run over, then you was profound when you said this. When you say, hey, man, now we're paying attention to different things because we've gotten used to that movie. When you see something over and over, man, now I'm looking for something else to keep me entertained in that movie because I've seen this before. And that's what happens when you're dating. Listen, Melissa says, I agree with part. <laughs> all that John said. <laughs> I agree with <laughs> you. You got to break it down to parts. You just tell me you agree with what I'm saying and we can keep moving. <laughs> all right. Sabrina says, are the signs always there from the beginning? Not the immediate beginning, but as you progress, as you go along, because people get complacent. They get complacent and they start showing stuff. But if you if you so wrapped up and let me tell you what wraps you up more than anything, it's not the other person. It's not the other person lying to you. It's not the other person deceiving you. It is your pride. Your pride blinds you more than anything else. You so happy to have somebody. You so happy to be with this person because they look so good on the surface. You like the status that they bring to your life. You like the attention that you get when you with them and you get blinded by your own pride. You got to be able to put your pride to the side to see what's really going on. Yeah, and see, right, B. That's true. Go ahead. And, and you're right, B, because it's, it's like Cheryl said, some people look really good at hiding. That's kind of true, but the more the more you're dating somebody with somebody, people get comfortable. And the more people get comfortable with being around you, the more that God tends to come down. And then that's when you begin to see the people. But if you all starry-eyed and looking all at him with the with the little with the smoke all over here, you're not gonna see it because people show themselves to you. We just choose to ignore it or act like we don't see it. Or thinking with your Thinking with your reproductive parts. That that blind. I'm, try, I'm trying to exclude that. 
Because all right, when, you, when, you, when you using that, oh, it's all it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm just a wrap. Nobody can't tell me nothing. Nobody can't. You better not say nothing about him. You girl, I would scratch your. I would pinch you right now, girl. I would bite you if you say something about her. When you say nothing about her, I love her and she loved me. She had came and I was. And I was trying to find myself. She just rubbed my hand and I just we just cried together. You better not say nothing about them. Cause it's crazy. Once once sex comes, it is bananas. Mika says, "I agree with you on that, John. I cannot believe I said that. <laughs> they can't even believe you. They're agreeing with you." Wesley says, "I think so many people listen to others that are saying you should be married by now, so we rush into situations without fully getting to know the person. You can always make a decision." but you can't choose the consequences, whether good or bad. It's truth. Absolutely. And this is one of the things that I hate about the society we live in. That this idea that if you're by yourself, you're broken. That is foolishness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you're not ready to be with somebody until you're comfortable being with yourself. Facts. You better say that. Otherwise, the person becomes a distraction from the issues that you have and you will blame all of your issues on them and you never deal with the true issues that you have yourself because you blinded yourself and you distracted yourself to the point to where you never really heal. You never really get better. Date yourself for a while. Deal with only you for a minute. Get to love you and know you to the point to where you won't risk the love you have for yourself on somebody who ain't worth it. Who? Laura Armstrong. (laughs) True. But the person giving the advice has to be someone worth trusting. All advice isn't coming from a fan. Sometimes it's hard. let, Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. Here's a sign of maturity. Here's a sign of maturity. A mature person can take the advice for what it is and not based on the person. Mm-hmm. That's a sign of maturity. Immature people look for any excuse not to listen. Mm-hmm. It could be a person who's been divorced 70 times, 70 times. But if they're telling you what's right, you got to be able to discern whether this is the right thing or not. But if you look at the fact that they got 70 divorces and you missed the good advice, that's a that's a sign of immaturity. Cause we a mess, y'all. If we it just can y'all just admit it, we a mess. So the 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 best time to try to fix yourself or clean yourself up is when you is when you single. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong being. Hey, listen, I'm trying to get myself ready because it's about to go down. Whenever whenever she come or he come, we listen. We going to the stratosphere without us, dude. We met. We a mess. That, yeah. So why not take the time and try to get ourselves together and become one with the Lord? And if you have to love yourself, love yourself sometime. It ain't hurt nobody. Listen, one divided by one equals one. If you start off as a whole, whether that person leaves or stays with you, you can still be a whole person. You don't have to base whether you're whole or not on whether they or with you or not. So you got to get to that person where you're a place where you're a whole person first. And then it's time to bring somebody else in. Otherwise, that person 
Listen, I know it sounds good in music and these love songs. Ooh, baby, you complete me. I'm incomplete without you. That's a bunch of bull. Because you do not want somebody to complete you. You want them to add to you, not complete you. Because if they complete you, when, they're, when they leave, you become incomplete and you broken. So you got to be complete and whole within yourself first. That's all I'm going to say. He, he did some arithmetic in there. <laughs> <laughs> This, we ain't go with none of that in the pregame. I'm like, hey, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> hey man, but it's it's the truth. We base our we base who we are so much on what other people think. And listen, social media has made it a whole lot worse. Yeah. We look for validation in the likes, we look for validation in the comments. You gotta be valid within yourself. You're right. Otherwise, the likes and the comments make or break you, and yeah. you will never be the person you need to be. We Mark, should, that's a PowerPoint. We should we should always strive to be the best we can be without anybody, without anybody, because whoever you're trying to see and they trying to see you deserves the best from you, just like you deserve from them. Mika said, "Y'all spitting some knowledge tonight. I feel like I'm in therapy." That's Listen. <laughs> That's deep. West says, dang, that book. <laughs> it might come into a miracle voice. Listen, because I'm listen, I've had it. I've had it with people blaming other people for their misery. Blaming other, and listen, I, I understand that people do bad stuff. I do, I understand that. But at some point, you have got to take responsibility for your part in it. Yes, D, but not, not only that, but this right here, though. You you and your relationship are only as good as the people you prefer to have around you. Mm. Dude, so, so if you have the right type of people around you, the right culture, the right people, the right uh, older people, all that around you, man, you, you, you're bound to succeed. Yeah. Now, the problem with most relationships is when, when people get married, somebody's still hanging out with single folks. Single folks. Right. Somebody said, there's nothing a single person can tell you about being married. There's no advice they can give you about being married because they're not in it. And oftentimes we say, well, well, uh, or did the people that say, oh, y'all should have been married. Yeah, well, oh, you should be married by now. Man, listen, people are going to have opinions about everything you do, whether you got one child or whether you got five. If you ain't got no kids, people won't have an opinion. Do what makes you happy. Find out what makes you happy. Because listen, because when you get through buying that house or having those kids, you the one gonna be at home with them. Listen, we went and bought a house that was big with a swimming pool in the back, and everybody was over to the house celebrating us, and then they left and we had to pay for it. And we was in there doing like this. Ah, 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 ah. Where is everybody at? They gone because that's what they do. That's what people do. Do what makes you happy and stop relying on everybody else to give you something. Do what makes you happy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. We get too caught. Up. We get too caught up in what everybody's saying right. about it, man. Right. But you gotta take the time and be okay with just yeah. being you. Yeah. 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 All right. So I said I wanted kids, but now I don't. All right. So we watching this show. Uh, Bell Collective is about. It's one of the reality shows about some women in. Jackson, Mississippi. But this young lady, she marries 
interracially. She's a black woman. She marries a white guy. And then she says she doesn't want kids because she doesn't want to raise interracial kids in Mississippi. Okay. You don't want to raise interracial kids, but you go and you, you get with a guy who interracial relationship. But then now you don't want. It's, that don't make sense to me. Well, it don't make sense because it's a lie. It's a lie. Why either, the money, either the money wasn't like she thought it was. Hmm. So it's so it's more to it than that. Because if the money was like she thought it was, she'd have been popping out kids. <laughs> <laughs> it'd have been like kids. Like <laughs> hey, when you rich, there's a certain type of racism that you don't never see when you rich. There's a, there's a certain type you don't never see. But if you're a common man, it's a it's a plethora of racism waiting in Mississippi for you if you're a common man. Right. I think it was more to I think it was more to it than that. That she ain't just gonna change her mind, and then she got her friends in the area. She ain't just change her mind, dude. No, not like that. Not like that. I think she. I think she using that as an excuse. Sure, <laughs> said she needs to move. Yeah, she goes somewhere where it's more acceptable. Because where where is that at? Where <laughs> tell me that? Where she gonna get that at in the U.S.? <laughs> she said it's the persecution. Okay, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. That's a lot for me. That's a lot. But the, but the, it's it's going back to this thing of why did we talk about this? Why did not think about this before? Why not take the time to see if I really wanted to deal with that? Listen, we have a brain, we have a mind, we have an imagination. We can play through scenarios twenty different ways to see how we feel about something before it even happens. So why is this the first time it comes up? You say you want kids, but then all, all of a sudden you don't. That's something that, that's a huge thing to communicate up front. Well, we you but you say that, D, but there's no way you can change that if we're not being honest. Now we take it for face value that everybody be honest when they come to these relationships, but they not. They're not. And I feel like she was not being honest. I feel like they could have talked to this blue in the face. They they weren't being honest. They they, they were not honest. They honest with the guy, or honest with herself. I think she's honest with I think she went honest with the guy. I think I think we when we talk about relationships, we talk about it from the perspective that everybody's being honest when they go in. Everybody is not like that. People run game. People run game all the time. And then especially when you get in some, and how are you gonna love this man enough to look at this same man and say, I don't want to bring no kids with you? It's so so what if what if they can't even have kids? Is that a cause for a divorce? If you told me we was gonna have some before we got married, you can't have none. You gonna have to get bring your uh, cousin, or sister, or somebody here because we gotta have some kids. <laughs> but they can't. But th they don't know that before we get married. So if I guess I guess that's the question. What if what if into it? If they well, and, and I'm and I'm being funny. I'm I'm being funny about it, but if if I love her, hey man, her struggle is my struggle. We'll do we'll do what we gotta do. We'll do what we gotta do. Right. Absolutely. And, and that's and that's that's the best way I can say it. Because if I love you, if I love you unconditionally, like I'm supposed to as your husband, I got you. We'll, we'll get through it. We'll do something. We can adopt. We can do something. And listen, when it comes to stuff you can actually get past, it's still a decision that you make. 
it's still a decision. Monique says no, that is not cause for divorce. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear the end of what I said. I changed it. You got, uh, got, got blessed, blessed out real good. But here, here's the thing. When you say those vows, we don't take vows seriously anymore. We don't take commitment seriously. We don't take vows seriously. When you make vows, when you say in sickness and in health, for better, for worse, all this riches, for riches, or poor, all this type of stuff, this is a vow. And the thing about vows is vows you have to keep even to your own hurt. And that's where we lose people. Because we're in a society that I do what I feel is right for me. That's not what a vow says. A vow says, even to the point I hurt myself, I have to keep my word. I have to keep what I said. If I made a vow, if I brought somebody else into my life and I said, I vow to you to do X, Y, Z, then I'm saying, come hell or high water, whether I'm sick whether I'm well, no matter what condition I'm in, I'm doing everything in my power to make this vow true. And that's a whole different ball game. Whole different well, ball game. Well, not only that, man. When when we when I'm at the altar with you and we and we and we confess our love for each other, man, and we put rings on, I'm saying I'm with you. I'm saying, sweetheart, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure this works. And if and if you if you reach if you do like I'm doing, we bound, we bound this thing bound to work, man. You know, I'm yeah, yeah. Don't don't be don't be so distracted by the marriage a wedding that you you miss the marriage. Yeah, don't be so distracted. Yeah, I heard John Maxwell say he said champions aren't made in the ring; they're only revealed there. So. You got to make some decisions. You got to go through some personal things for yourself before you're even ready to take this on. Yeah, there you go. Listen, because it is a fight. Yeah. It is a battle. Yeah. The rewards are awesome, but just know you're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. Wow. Final thoughts. All right. So my, my final thought for this evening is this. When you, when you are uh, embarking on a relationship with somebody else, you have to give a lot of yourself to somebody else. So when you're when you're single, love on yourself, do for yourself, spoil yourself. Because when you're in relationships, it's generally about somebody else, and we are too selfish for that. So spend if you maximize the time that you have with yourself. When you give with somebody, you should be good because you've loved on yourself. You've given yourself what you need. But it because relationships are a lot of giving. That's my thought. That's my final thought. Go ahead. Dick. I heard something today that hit me pretty hard. It's talking about trust. And this guy, I think his name is Charles Feltman, he has a quote that says, Trust is choosing to make something that's important to you vulnerable to the actions of someone else. And on the flip side, he says, he says, distrust is what I have shared with you that's important to me. I realize it's not safe 
with you. When you look at relationships from that standpoint, that trust, and we say trust is something that's vital to relationships. I need trust to make this thing work. Then you are making something that's important to you vulnerable to the actions of somebody else. And there are a lot of things that go into making sure that this thing will actually work. One of the things is reliability. How reliable is the person? Listen, for somebody to be valid, they're doing something to the expect. They're meeting the expectation. But can they repeatedly do it? Reliability is repeating, repeatedly meeting the expectation. What are you expecting from somebody that you're checking to see if they can actually meet the expectation repeatedly? Or better yet, have you even really examined yourself to see what it is that you really want? What's the real expectation you have? Relationships can work. Marriages can work. All of these things can work. Is it hard work? Absolutely. Stop listening to people that tell you that you have other options. If you have another option, you're going to take it. If divorce is not an option, then you'll do what it takes to stay in that. So by all means, work it out. Do what you have to do to make it work. And that's the King Speak for this week. I'm just glad to be sitting here with you, man. man. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, listen. If you like what we're doing, if you you enjoy our show, if you enjoy the topics and everything that's said, tell everybody, like, share, subscribe, show your love that way. Let somebody else in on it. Yeah, because if it it means something to you, if it helps you, don't you want to help somebody else? Invite somebody. Like and share with somebody. Subscribe to the page. All right. Yeah. Hey, man, it was a pleasure, brother. So, so big ups to our producer, Dr. Yes. Selena Smith in the house. Another yes. shout out to yes. Mr. A.D. Tony Drake for the intro music. We thank you for it. We appreciate all of y'all. We'll be back next Monday, 7 o'clock. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. See y'all next week. Y'all be good, guys.